you are listening to the manfulness podcast i'm your host hamish kramer my mission here is to help create a more mindful man a man that can express himself can explore a deeper level of himself become more balanced become more conscious and just create a better version of masculinity i want to help the everyday man explore ideas of personal growth spirituality relationships purpose and love in a way which is simple safe and understandable so i thank you for listening All right, so today I want to talk about why you must learn to say no to your partner. Over the last few weeks, I've been getting a bunch of clients in and the theme has always been the same, right? It's been the same problem that the man's had. And funnily enough, I have also struggled in this area and have had to revisit this area so many times. And it's really being about how to say no or learning to say no to my partner, learning to say no to the person that I love the most, right? And so this is what I have been seeing. I feel like there's two types of people, right? There's two types of people. There is a person that loves to be in social gatherings and social atmospheres and environments, and they generate energy from being around people, right? Then there's other people on the other side of that. Now, this is me, right? (laughs) That can still be social, loves to be around people, but doesn't generate energy from them. That actually depletes me. And in order for me to regenerate myself, I actually need to be alone. And in those environments, I generate so that I can be around people. And what I've been seeing a lot of the time is that people partner up with their opposite, (laughs) right? People partner up with their opposite. opposite. Maybe opposites attract, I don't know. They're often in a relationship where their partner needs to be with people and generates off people and they themselves need to be away and can't be around too many social events because it overwhelms them it becomes too much they can't be fucked and they really need that alone time so this is exactly the dynamic that me and my wife play out she is for those that know a happy bubbly loving person and loves to be around people. She loves social events. She loves connecting. She loves chatting. She loves talking. She's the type of person that when they call last drinks, she's still talking and drinking while I'm like, honey, we should have left an hour ago, right? So that's my wife. And she comes away from those events supercharged. She gets up the next morning. She's happy. She's joyful. She's this, she's that, right? Me, on the other hand, I need to be away from people. I can tolerate people to a degree. I can be around people and their energy and their space to a degree. But then after a while, it becomes too much for me. And I actually start to shut down in those situations. I start to disconnect. I become moody. I become grumpy. I become critical, all those kind of things. And that's really a red flag for me that I need to not be in those situations. And usually those type of attributes come up when I haven't actually been alone long enough. So I have been meeting with a bunch of clients and this has been the exact problem and what do they feel they feel unappreciated they feel overwhelmed they feel tired and they're in a state of what's the point because the funny thing with this as well that partner is also tends to be the more dominant one they tend to be the one that makes the plans and you know books the social events and goes and does this and goes and does that and often the other person is kind of feeling like they're going along for the ride now this is not the dynamic of every relationship obviously but this is a particular type of relationship that you may know of or you may may maybe in right now for yourself and you may be one of these two people 
And it does kind of lead to that codependent relationship in the sense of there is a challenger or an aggressor, and then there is a rescuer. And so my wife is the challenger. She is the aggressor to some regard. She's the one that's out there doing the things, creating, interacting, being around people. I'm the rescuer and I like to nurture and take care of her. And, you know, I like looking after our family and I'm the support mechanism, right? While my wife is out there doing and creating. And if you were to pull it back even more and zoom out, you could almost say that it's like masculine and feminine energy and that the one that's out there creating and socializing and being out there is the masculine and me, the nurturer, the rescuer, the take care of person, the support network is the feminine. And it doesn't matter whether you're male or female, it doesn't, we're not talking in terms of that gender, we're talking in terms of characteristics. And I would definitely harbor more of the characteristics of the nurturer. So this element can be found in men as well. Men are nurturers. There's men out there that love to look after and support their wives and do all of that kind of stuff. And I think this is the problem, right? We do so much with our partners and those that we love that when it comes to being out in social events and gatherings, we're deprived of energy. There's nothing left in the tank. So now to give to someone socially or in a social interaction, it's just too much. And what we actually need to do is be alone by ourselves. This is the crux of someone that is a nurturer, I think, is that they want to give and they want to love and they want to support everybody. But the moment that they take time for themselves or take time to be alone with themselves, they feel guilty. And so they never do it. They never take the time. And they're always running on empty. They're always giving, giving, giving. And what tends to happen after a while is they give and they give and they give. And then resentment starts to settle in. They start to resent their kids, they start to resent their partners, they start to resent their colleagues, they start to resent their friends. They feel like they're obligated to do everything, right? And so this is definitely the area that I have been in. You know, recently with an example with us, like my wife is the one that creates the events. She's out there building the businesses. She's the front face of it all. And that means interacting and being with a lot of people. We've done a bunch of retreats this last few months which have been intimate settings with people where we spent three, four, five days with them. We've had a bunch of full day events from Fempire to Creating Confidence to couples events. We've done the works, right, in a very short amount of time. And I want to support her, right? I want to go along. I want to support her. I want to help her. This business helps our family. It's all for us. So there's nothing wrong in what she's doing. I know that while she's off there being great, that there's systems and processes and all a bunch of other things that need to happen in the behind the scene that I'm very good at taking care of. So I play my role and I'm happy to do so. But along that way of supporting and looking after and, you know, rescuing her in some respects, I forget about myself. I forget to understand what I need in order for me to play that role. And it's not going to be doing more events or being around more people. It's actually the opposite of that. I actually need to be alone. And if I don't, I start to resent her. And that's exactly what started to happen over these last few weeks. I really started to feel like, man, I'm doing so much. I look after the kids. I clean the house. I make sure we have dinner ready. I do the washing. I do all those kind of daily chores. And I go, you don't worry about it because you, you're doing some other big stuff, which helps us. But I feel that resentment creeping. I feel that anger and exhaustion kicking. And then it feels like I'm on a train that I can't get off. 
because we're doing so many things. We've got so many events booked in. We've got so much to do with the business. And then I feel obliged to keep the house fires burning, so to speak, right? I, I feel obliged to keep the house clean and tidy and that there's food and, and do my bit. But then I'm kind of like, well, what about me? You know, I feel like that housewife <laughs> that her husband comes home after working all day and goes, well, what about me time, right? That's how I feel. And I've been having a bunch of men come and see me who feel exactly the same way. And it fucked with us, right? Because we're men and we're feeling like the housewife. We're feeling like the feminine. We're the nurturer, yet we're the man. And so there's this conflict in ourselves about our masculinity and who we are and what this represents. So what does this translate into? It translates into our old friend, anger. And that resentment turns into that frustration and that anger and that rage builds up. And then all of a sudden they say something and we snap and we just go blah and lose our cool and lose control. And so this has been me, my friends, and it's been many of my clients. And so I I took a step back in discussions with the clients that I've had to really look at what's really going on here and how do we navigate this and how do we avoid us getting to that place where we're so resentful we're so angry we're so pissed off that we snap and we get angry but then how do we also set ourselves up so that we can support the ones that we love that we can be that nurture and take care of the people that we love and this is the steps that i really want you to take and these are the steps that i've advised my clients and these are the steps that i have had to do and this is step number one you need to be able to say no to your partner Because in terms of energy, or if you want to look at energetic characteristics of feminine and masculine, when you're a man and you're in that feminine energy, you love to nurture and you love to take care of people, that's what a lot of us call the sacred yes. It's the yes, let me love you, let me nurture you, let me support you, let me take care of you, let me sacrifice myself. It's the very thing so many mothers do, right, for their children. And us men are playing this role out too. And what we need to exercise more is our masculine energy, which is the sacred no, which basically means I love you, but no, I'm not going to do that for you because you also need to learn. You need to learn how to pick up your clothes. (laughs) You need to learn how to wash the dishes. You need to learn how to manage your diary better. You need to learn that you need to check in with me for social situations because I may not be wanting to go. Or when you want to go, I have to say no I love you, but no, because I need to look after myself. So that's the premise. That's the first step is we need to say no. Now, a bunch of you be running out there going, oh, easily said than done, Haim. I'm going to go tell my partner now that no, I'm not going to do this. That's going to lead into a fight. That's going to lead into a conflict. I can't be bothered with any of that right now. I don't have time for that. And nor do I have the energy. And you're absolutely right. I do not recommend you march right up to your partner and tell her, no, you're not going to do a bunch of things. What needs to happen before that step of telling them no, or inside of that step of telling them no, is to have a conflicting conversation. And what does that mean? That means you need to sit down with your partner and you need to look at them face to face. You need to set up an environment where they're not gonna be distracted by kids or other people. And you gotta say, hey, love, I wanna talk to you about something important. I have been feeling this way. I have been feeling like, We've been doing this and you've been doing that and it's making me feel exhausted and making me feel resentful. And what you're going to do is you're going to take responsibility for who you have been. And it looks like this. And this is what I was doing. 
I want to take responsibility for not being honest with how I've been feeling. I've said yes when I really should have said no. And I want to take responsibility for that. I have not said something when I should have said something. And I want to take responsibility for that. I've been annoyed at you. I've been resentful at you. And rather than say something about it and let you know in a peaceful, calm way, I have held it inside and I've resented you in quiet. And it's made me over time more angry and annoyed and resentful of you. So take responsibility. Once responsibility has been taken, hopefully that will stimulate a great conversation because I guarantee that she or he, whoever the person is to the opposite, is feeling their own resentments, is feeling their own anger with you. And so give them an opportunity to come back and say, yeah, well, now that we're talking about it, this has also annoyed me about you. And hopefully if you guys don't talk over each other and if one can listen and one can speak, you will get to a level of vulnerability and resolution to be like, okay, we've seen the problem and we both are responsible. Now, the next step from here is to go, let us set up some boundaries. Let us set up some agreements, all right? So saying, hey, love, I'm happy to support you in business, in all the things that you're doing. But in exchange, I need time on my own. And this is exactly the conversation I had with my wife. I said, honey, let me sit down with you. I want to talk to you a bit. I'm feeling really frustrated. I feel disconnected. I feel angry and I feel really resentful. And I know you're doing all this amazing hard work to build this business and to make it successful. But I'm feeling like there's something missing for me. And to be honest, I have said yes when I probably should have said no to a bunch of things. Now, moving forward, I want to be that person to support you. I want to nurture you and love you and take care of you. And I want this business to grow with you. But in order for me to do that, I realize that I can't operate the same way you do. I need something different. You can generate by being around a lot of people. I've realized that what I need is to have some really strict alone time. And that means alone time away from the kids and away from you at certain interval periods so that I can regenerate and recoup. And I haven't been giving that to myself and that has been my responsibility. So what I would love, happy to support you in X, Y, Z, but I need a day away from the kids or a night away from the kids every two months. Or I need every Wednesday morning off so that I can go sit at a cafe and do some journal writing because that's what helps me stay in this really grounded, supportive frame of mind. And then your partner might come across and go, awesome, honey. Hopefully they come across and say, awesome, honey. I can do that. But in exchange, I need you to do this so that I can also go off and do this. Because you know what? They maybe need some time alone themselves. Maybe they need something in order for them to continue to do the things that they're doing. So that's what you want to do. That's what you want to establish with your partner, right? Because that's what we haven't done. We are resenting our partners and we're resenting what they're doing. And we never have taken the time to take responsibility for how we feel and actually sit and have the conversations about how we can best work together. And this is the thing, right? Things change. Businesses grow. Work gets more difficult. We have another child. Our children grow. Like life is always evolving and changing and we're always moving through new chapters of life. And we never come back to, you know, reconnect and sit down and go, okay, now that things have changed, is the plan that we're running still working? Do we need to update it or change it or modify it? Is it still working for you? Is it still working for me? And don't forget inside of that, you've got two individuals that are trying to grow and reach their potential. So do they still align with your goals? Are you still able to be the person that you're wanting to become? 
So there's so much inside of that. And that's why it's so important for you to keep having these conversations. So literally with my client that I had, I literally gave him that advice. Go sit with your wife, acknowledge what you've done, take responsibility and set up some agreements so that it's really, really clear of the expectations. And then secondly, and this goes for these introverts, I'll call them, find some time to be alone. Do what you need to do in order to be the best version of you. Go camping, go sitting nature. Find what you need. Find that thing that you need and go off and do it. And you might feel guilty about it or you might feel shameful about it. And just put those feelings aside because they don't really support you. Find out what you need. Put yourself first and go, okay, what would make me feel the best? What would make me feel optimal so that I can come back to my family? I can come back to my partner, come back to my business or career or whatever it is and feel the best feel wellness, feel rejuvenated. And then what you need to do is you need to honor that and govern those boundaries with your life, right? Every time I sit with a client after some period and we've implemented some new rituals or some new steps and I go, how things are going and things have declined, I'm like, are you still doing the things that you were doing that made you feel good? And always it's a no, no, I've let my boundaries go. No, I'm not taking that time off. I'm not booking holidays. I'm not spending time alone. I'm not doing whatever it is that I need. I'm not meditating. I'm not breathing. I'm not working out. They're not doing the things that made them feel good first. They're always going, let me look after everybody else first. And then what I need to get done will be last. And what always ends up happening is there's never any leftover time. So then they resent everybody else. And that's the thing that we have to take responsibility for because that's our job. We need to start going, no, I need to book these things so that I can feel good, so that I can be the support for everybody else. I hope that helps you. So I want to take a moment and thank you so, so much for listening and supporting the Manfulness Podcast. And as my gift to you, I want to let you know that I am giving away my free mini meditation course. Now, meditation has been an absolute game changer for me. It has changed the way I perceive my world it has made me calmer it's made me happier it has influenced my life on so many ways and i want nothing more than to share my experience of meditation and to hopefully assist and help you take up this beautiful ancient practice and you know receive the benefits of it in your life so if you're interested you can go to my instagram at manfulness men click on the link in my bio and you can get free access to my mini meditation course or simply go to my website www.manfulness.com.au sign up from there as well there's four videos i go through um, how to meditate how to set yourself up the benefits of meditation and there's a bunch of practice meditations inside of there to get you going and to further your skills in this ancient practice so that's my gift to you thank you so much for listening to the manfulness podcast and supporting me Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode. I would love to hear from you. So please tag me on Instagram at manfulnessmen. Hit me up, DM me. I would also love a review on wherever you've listened to. And please, please subscribe so that you can get more of my updates, more of my podcasts coming through. And if you feel, please share it with another man who you think could benefit from today's episode.